It is more important now than ever for families to instill the values they want into their children and equip them to make better choices in life. Timeless Truths will inspire you to do just that. Welcome to Timeless Truths, and I am your host, Dr. Christine Van Horn. Thank you to my friend Daryl Rolar, the recording artist, composer, and producer of this music called Beautiful Soul. Good day, everyone. Thank you for joining me today on this episode, The Making of a Champion. I'm very happy to be with you. I'm going to begin by defining the word champion. The Merriam-Webster Online Dictionary defines champion as a winner of a first prize or first place in a competition. It shows someone who has a marked superiority. Dictionary.com defines champion as a person who has defeated all opponents in a competition or a series of competitions so as to hold first place, anything that takes first place in a competition. You know, we're talking about our children, and we want them to be champions, and no matter what they accomplish in life. But we need to work to be able to turn them into these champions. They need to hold the first place in the races that they run, and they can't do it alone. They need our help. They need us to help guide them and point them in the right direction. They all have skills and talents and abilities, but we can increase the chances that they have for success by making them into a champion. Imagine a life with good character and necessary life skills. Now we're going to be talking a little bit more about life skills soon, but those are things like, you know, time management and money management and problem solving and actually skills that you can use. So us helping them in these areas of character and life skills is really important to helping them become those champions in life. It gives them a greater advantage over others and it helps them become a success-bound person. You know, that person could be a champion. Don't you want that for the child in your life? Of course you do. Of course you do. It's, it's what we want to do, but we just don't know how to go about doing that. You know, I wish I had really known all these things when I was a younger mom, and I didn't understand all of this till I was older and reflected back and made comparisons from the world today versus the world that I grew up in and knew when I was younger. And that's where I'm learning all of this. I didn't do these things the way I should have when I was a young mom, but I hope that, you know, with the information I'm giving you, it can help you today. You know, I have a personal goal to really share this information with those who really want to help their children and provide these benefits to them. And so I'm taking this next phase of my life to provide this information to those who really want to learn. So to talk about a champion, I have two stories I want to share with you. I'm leaving out a lot of the details to protect, you know, the, the people that are involved with this. The first one is positive and the second one is not. And I want you to see the contrast between both of these stories. The first one is someone who became a champion. The second, someone who could have been, but wasn't. So let me tell you about the champion I know. This is a young man. He and his family uh, used to be neighbors of mine. 
And even though he's, you know, in his young teenage years, he's focused on what he wants to do in life. And his parents have pointed him in that direction. They've helped him become a champion. His mother homeschools him and his sister. And they're, you know, those parents are really helping to move him in the right direction with things that are good and important to him and and using the, the desires that he has to, you know, get him on a good path forward. He has a goal to be in the military, just like his dad. You know, he started young with his eye on that direction. And now he's a member of the Civil Air Patrol and is intent on what he can do in this world. He wears that Civil Air Patrol uniform and means a lot to him because of what it represents. His parents have taught him to be caring, brave, and a man of valor. He's going to be a great soldier one day. He has a younger sister who has some health issues. It's really impressive to see how he takes care of her, even when no one tells him. You know, his young age, he's really driven to pursue his goals, you know, to do what is right. He has the potential to accomplish great things in the world. His parents guide him, and I know they will continue to guide him on the right pathway to bring out the best for him. You know, I salute you, my friend. You will become a champion, the champion for which you were destined. In fact, you are already. You are already one. I'm really glad to know you. The second story is not as positive, but it really had a great impact on my life. I did not know this man personally, but I've been really familiar with his story over many decades. In more recent years, I almost had a personal encounter with him, and, and then it didn't occur. It is a story of a young man who really needed mentoring, but he didn't get it. He was labeled as a troublemaker, but really he had a brilliant mind that needed to be focused on the right pathway. This is an example of someone who could have been a champion, but never was. You know, it's a story that really makes me feel sad because this has really stimulated me to think on, on values and character traits and life skills because he had such great potential, but it didn't work out. As you hear the summary of the story, you know, think of the good things that could have been focused on him, could have pointed him in that right direction, but it didn't occur. I wish I had known him because he was a brilliant mind that just needed to be steered in the right course. He could have been that champion with the right mentoring. And at some point, we're going to talk about mentoring and how you can mentor the children in your lives. But that's what he needed was a mentor. So here's the story. He was, you know, a young man, must have had a high IQ. He was a Boy Scout, and he wanted to earn a patch for a science project. And he decided to build something pretty elaborate, you know, in a shed in his yard. He obtained the material in a really resourceful way. He had the brilliance to think of doing something that seasoned scientists did not. He was an inventor. He was a scientist. He was a creator. They were all inside of him, but those things were never fulfilled. Instead, his life took some sad turns. I really, you know, think of what inventions, what scientific discoveries, what, you know, medical miracles could have come from this young man, but they didn't. His experiment took place, but in the process, he contaminated his shed, his home, part of the neighborhood. Adults came against him. No one ever realized the potential he had. He was branded as a troublemaker and someone who couldn't be trusted. 
Can you imagine how sad he must have felt? He had a brilliant mind. He wanted to create things. And here he was labeled as a troublemaker. He had such good ideas. He reached for the stars, but he was all alone. You know, he will be remembered for the negative instead of the amazing potential of achievements that were in his life that could have been. It was a brilliant mind that was wasted. Later on in his life, he found himself in the military. Once again, he was not channeled in the right direction. He was remembered for his experimental failure and, you know, the things he could not achieve. He never became a champion, never the champion he could have been. So look at the contrast to the two of these. And what do you see as the difference? The mentorship, the people behind these young men. You know, it, it just, it tells you how much importance you have to channel the children in your lives in the right direction, to mentor them, to guide them, to, to look for the important things in their lives that they could do. Look to the future and not just the present. And uh, one is so positive and, and one is very sad. And one way that you can do this is actually something that happened with me. So what I want to encourage you to do is take a look at your children. Observe the things that are mishaps in their lives, you know, or the things that they're getting in trouble for. Could these really be a talent in disguise? I think they could be. And it's a way you can maybe find where the creativity is in the, in the children in your lives or start learning. Where can you mentor them and guide them into the right direction? So here's a personal example. This is me. Uh, when I was in grammar school, I talked all the time when I shouldn't have done so. Uh, and, and even when I got out of school, I took time away from my sisters by talking about all the things I did in school. And they just really didn't get the opportunity. But my parents were really observant. And what they did is they started channeling me in the right direction. They took this mishap of a situation and they realized I liked communicating. But they realized I loved reading and writing book reports. So that's how they channeled me. They encouraged me to go to the library and enroll in summer reading programs. They helped me with writing book reports. Oh, and I loved writing book reports. I remember when I got to, to high school and, you know, had to write a term paper. Oh, I get so excited. I get to write a term paper. I loved writing. But my parents really focused me in the right direction. They took my desire to communicate and focused me from, you know, talking all the time to writing as an outlet. Oh, they were brilliant. You know, in my, in my high school years, I just put more and more skill and interest into, into writing. I joined a journalism club, and, and I loved all of that. I loved my entire education, I, you know, with all the reading and writing. But <laughs> let me tell you a funny story. About 15 years ago, I enrolled in a master's degree program at a military college. My fellow students were military officers, Gave me a little bit of pause, but I was given the opportunity and I decided to pursue it. Then the day of the class, that morning, three cases of books arrived in my work office. I opened the cases and there were so many books that just started looking back at me and they were topics I had never studied before, never thought I would study before. And these were all for the first of three years. You know, if I had not 
had the mentoring and guiding from my parents that carried me through, you know, so much of my life, I could have never attended my first class. I would have just looked at these books and closed the boxes and it would have all been over. But my parents, they really taught me how to be a student and it really took me throughout my life. Instead, I viewed it as a challenge. You know, what my parents did for me in my younger days really had that effect later on in life. And I want to encourage you that the things that you do mentoring your children will carry throughout their lives. It really will. I went to the first class that night and remained for all three years. I loved the coursework and received my master's degree, graduating in a military ceremony at the military college. Mom and dad, thank you for your mentorship. Another thing that makes a difference in helping someone become a champion is manners. You need to teach manners. You know, it will open doors to a champion life in your child. The right people will notice. It could mean the difference between your child getting an opportunity or not getting that opportunity. If I were a manager and I was looking for somebody to work for me, I would choose someone who said, please and thank you and was courteous to me. If there was someone who didn't show good manners, they would not be at the forefront. You know, if a person doesn't show good manners to a parent or a teacher or a boss, they're never going to show good manners to others around them either. It's something the parents and the grandparents need to instill into the lives of their children. If I were really someone who was going to hire someone, I would look for someone who showed good manners. Because if they show good manners to you, They're going to show good manners to the clients or the customers or their coworkers. The process starts when children are young. It's really up to the parents to teach these good manners and the grandparents too. You know, when I was young, manners were visibly seen throughout society, much more than they are today. The use of manners needs to be really incorporated into all aspects of life and specifically taught by parents and grandparents. Grandparents, I'm speaking to you now. You have seen manners that you don't see today. You know what to do. You know how to teach these to your grandchildren. Do that. Teach manners. It's going to open doors for them later in life. It's really a step on the road to success, to becoming that champion. I like to incorporate manners into all of my teaching. We're really in a world that needs to focus more on manners. So how can you help your child really become a champion? It's important for you to analyze your children's likes, dislikes, skills, and misadventures. You know, just like I was telling you about with me, so much of their future is already hidden within them. My parents led me from wanting to talk in class and stand in a wastebasket to holding five college degrees, writing numerous books and programs, holding management work positions, leading a national program, and turning what I have learned now into a vision to give into the lives of others. I want to turn your attention to a book called The Making of a Champion. It's by Mike Murdoch. The book has 31 Principles for the Making of a Champion. He's a man of great wisdom. And this is, you know, an important read. Take a look at something like this. So you can look for his website, which is called thewisdomcenter.tv. And on the back cover of his book, The Making of a Champion, he says some things that are really key. Champions are not born. They become. Champions are not the product of a protected environment. 
Champions learn what to ignore and what to pursue. Champions decide what to magnify and what to minimize. Champions focus on tomorrow instead of yesterday, their possibilities instead of their pain. You know, and that's what you need to do. Your children could be champions, but they're not born. They become champions, and it's with your help, with your mentorship, with your guidance, with your, with your leadership, your wisdom. You know, you really take a hard look at some of the characteristics the children in your life have. Are there some that could become something great with just your help to influence and channel them in the right direction? It's really, you know, a big important thing to do for them. And I want to, to close with a summary of an article um, that I read, and it's called The Ten Traits of a Champion and How You Can Be One. So this is meant for, you know, an athletic champion, but, the, you know, the points are really adaptable for becoming a champion in, in all things and how, how you can help your children to become champions. So here's the quote. And it says, all great athletes have certain qualities in common. In fact, superstars in any field, whether it's in sports, business, or even investment, have common traits that they share that turn them into champions. And if you learn these traits, you can become a champion in your own field as well. This was published in something called Stunning Motivation. So it's called The Ten Traits of a Champion and How You Can Be One, uh, published by Stunning Motivation. So I'm going to list the the traits that are in this article so you can just see them. You know, this if you can read that article, find it and, and read it. And if not, listen to what these, these traits are. They all have big dreams, extreme confidence, the willingness to learn, extraordinary determination and commitment, take massive and consistent actions. The passion is the key sacrifice and discipline, turn failure into feedback, composure, poise, and presence. And number 10 is never give up. And again, that's out of stunning motivation. So, you know, just just look at your children, you know, and not just see them for who they are today, peer into their futures. Ask God to show you how. You have the ability to help shape them by the things you do with them, you can become a champion maker. You really can. You can become a champion maker for the lives of your children and your grandchildren. They're really worth it. So that's what I want to encourage you to do this week. Look at your children. See what what they have inside of them. You know, are there things that you can pick out and say, oh, they could be good at gymnastics. Oh, they could really be good as a teacher or or are there there missteps like with me, you know, that, that my parents had to really figure out what are we going to do with her? But they took my communication needs and turned it into writing. And it just changed the outcome of my life. So I want to encourage you to do that. Look at the children in your life. Record those things in your journal. Just, you know, list them and, and spend some time. Spend time in prayer. Ask God to show you. What are the things that they could do? What what plan does he have for their lives? And what can you do on this earth now to point them in the right direction? Be a champion maker. I will be with you next time. 
Goodbye for now from Dr. Christine Van Horn and Timeless Truths. Thank you for tuning in to the Timeless Truths podcast with me, Dr. Christine Van Horn. I hope that you have been inspired and have found this discussion helpful in guiding your family. Please check out my website at drchris.co for additional resources or contact me at chris at drchris.co. See you next week.